did a little bit earlier talking about um, the new um, survey that came out from Higher Right about why do you leave a company and what are you looking for? And pay was the number one thing. And I made mention of the fact that in my decades hanging around in the trucking industry, looking at the trucks go by, so to speak, um, pay traditionally has never been like the number one thing. It's always two or three, don't get me wrong. But truthfulness, honesty, respect, those kind of uh, went ahead of pay. I don't know if that's what people say because it's like the better thing to say, but pay is really number one, or if it was really number two or three. And I I think the latter is the case. But pay is um, on the front burner again in the industry for a number of reasons. And that's what we're going to talk about here this morning with Tim Ashoff from uh, Creek Carrier and uh, Schaefer Trucking. And we're going to be right back to kind of launch right into driver pay this morning. We're going to talk about driver pay right now with Tim Ashoff, Creek Carrier, Schaefer Trucking. Tim, good morning. Morning, Dave. Great to be with you again. Happy Easter to all those out there. Thank you very much. Happy Easter to you. It's great to spend a little time uh, together there. A little time. That's all we ever have at those truck shows like Mid-America, but it was great to see you there in Louisville, in the snow. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we're we're back here in Nebraska, and we had snow over the weekend and still a little bit on the ground uh, yet today. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. We're ready for some warm weather across the whole country, I think. You don't uh, travel from state to state anymore. You travel from season to season. And the seasons change, and and topics and emphases and directions and trending changes through the decades in trucking, as, as we all know. And I've been around pretty much as long, if not longer, than most folks listening right now, you included. So um, what I said early on about driver pay, um, not so much being number one, uh, but number two, certainly, number three, possibly, um, it has been true historically in trucking, um, but it has kind of trended up to the number one position again, and not only the pay, but how folks are getting paid. It's always an important topic, but there are a lot of factors that go into determining pay rates. So at Crete, what do you guys do to determine uh, whether drivers are paid fairly for one thing, and then how do you delineate between different types of driving, different operations? Uh, uh, again, the, the the math is pretty uh, pretty complex when it comes to driver pay. It's not simple by any means. That's exactly right, and so we do actually try to make it as simple as possible. I mean, we know that the driver has a challenging job out there and that we need to be straightforward and and have them understand and know exactly what they're going to earn for doing that job. So we do try to keep it fairly straightforward with really factoring in, I mean, the two important things in the pay typically is obviously your rate of pay per mile. And then your uh, number of miles you're going to get each week in order to get that total compensation. And so, you know, we we do believe that drivers have thought over the years, especially you know, we we hire mostly experienced drivers so that they understand the industry and and know some of the other elements you mentioned that are important to them. Uh, you know, companies that show good respect and home time and those types of things. So we know that pay uh, has been very important to them. And so. We wanted to try to keep it really simple and straightforward um, because there's there's been some you know we as an industry haven't always done the greatest job of doing that for drivers and 
and so we we do that and we don't play uh, you know a lot of of um for lack of a better word you know games and saying how do i earn this pay how long will it take me to earn this pay we have a, a pretty straightforward per mile program that um first of all pays based upon practical miles because we do think that that is the fairer way to pay because it, it's a lot closer to what a driver runs than say short route miles but the second thing then is really the only things that vary your a driver's pay is their level of experience and then we do look at um, home time the, the longer you're away from home um, before you, uh, you know, get back to see your family the greater your pay rate so we've tried to keep it really simple and straightforward uh, and, and pay for the job that's being done Boy, you know, that home time thing, that can sound and be perceived as something very simple, too. Um, you obviously have taken a look at both sides of that equation, because as I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, Higher Right uh, has done a new survey here about um, what dri- why do drivers leave a company, and it's all about retention, and more pay is number one right now, but then more home time is number two. Well, it's hard to get both, <laughs> you know? That's really uh, saying, well, the glass is half empty and half full all at the same time. So um, there, there is a, uh, there is a um, equal and opposite kind of reaction to home time in terms of the pay that you should receive. You're right, and it can be a really tough balance out there for uh, a driver, obviously, that... Um, we all want to make typically more money, and to do that, you typically means you need to be out more on the road, getting you know paid by the mile. But what we really look at is, do we have a situation that that or a fleet that meets the driver's needs? A lot of our drivers are out there for for three weeks at a time, um, good experience over the road drivers, but they often have situations change um, for family reasons or otherwise, and need to be home more often. And so we can look, and in most parts of our uh, of the country, we can accommodate a driver being home maybe two weeks at a time uh some and some areas one week at a time and then even in certain situations around you know larger metropolitan areas like um you know dallas and fort worth those places we have some positions that can give them you know home nightly jobs so we really look to try to say uh how can we match um a driver's need uh, with 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 both having good pay and home time but you're right it is a challenge because the more you're at home the less um obviously the trucks wheels are turning and, and the pay they're earning and, and then for a carrier's perspective is to help understand why um, typically it's a lower pay rate for drivers that are home more often is because you know we have equipment that's not uh, being utilized as much and customers afraid that um, you know they're asking us to do more and more every day too uh, and it's not able to be hauled and so we have to balance that driver need with what we as a company can make work um, economically and from a customer's perspective as well. The the um, National Transportation Institute, uh, which goes back to what the mid-90s, if I'm not mistaken, uh, has a program called Top Pay Carrier. You guys are a top pay carrier. Um, Tim, why, why is being a top pay carrier an important identifier and uh, should drivers actually pay attention to that moniker? I mean, does it really mean something, or is it just a you know a, a nice thing? Uh, we think it's very important, and it, it does mean a lot. We've been on that top gate period, top 
pay carrier list for well over 10 years. And, you know, unfortunately, I think it's something that was became necessary because, as I mentioned before, sometimes it's not exactly clear to drivers um, what you earn at this company versus that company. And NTI, I think, has done a great job of getting down sorting through all the all the details and getting down to the, as I say, the brass tacks as to what a driver is going to earn and what it's going to be like working for a carrier. So that's been important to us because, as I mentioned before, our, our mantra has been, you know, if you're a good, experienced, over-the-road driver, you really deserve to be top paid. Uh, that's those are all of you. All of you are the ones who make the, the industry uh, a success. And so we want to attract and retain those types of drivers. So that's why we've had the pay program we have, and it's great to get recognized by NTAI as being one of the top in the industry in that regard. Years ago, I knew a fellow, and as I understood it, um, there were a lot more than him doing it this way. They were young guys who got into trucking, and all they wanted to do was stay out on the road. They had no real uh, address. Their idea was they're going to be on the road for a, a period of time, not not for a whole lifetime, but for a period of time. And they were going to do nothing but trucking and they were going to save every nickel they could and make a lot of money and then eventually leave the industry at one point or another. Um, do you, uh, and, and this is kind of off the wall here, Tim, but it kind of, what you just said kind of just triggered that, uh, that memory. Um, are there still folks that are out there that have that model? Because it seems like everybody wants to be home right now, you know, and, and that seems to be the main um, thrust for a company. In fact, that kind of goes back to what the mid to late 80s with the development of the the regional type fleets and things like that. But are, are there still some folks that just want to be out there to make the money and stay out until they do? I, I think there are. I think sometimes there's different motivations for staying out as long as they do, but certainly uh, motivation is one. I mean, we have a number of, of drivers that I'll, I'll see come through Lincoln or be out at one of our terminals and, and I'll be talking with them and ask them, you know, how are things going? Are we getting you home? And sometimes I get this smile and they said, you know, no, I don't want to go home. I, I, I want to be out here, um, you know, keeping the wheels turning, um, saving away that money. Um, this is my, this is my retirement plan or this is my plan when I hit uh, age 55 to, to go do this. And this has been a real good way for me to do that. Being a driver has been, uh, a career that has provided me that earnings and, and appreciate, you know, what we do as a company, not only then from their per mile earnings, but uh, they're certainly looking at retirement programs. Uh, we have a profit sharing programs, things that can make them build up that nest egg. Since they're putting in the time out there, they certainly, you know, deserve to be able to do that. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to um, take a, a break here and we'll be right back. And um, we'll talk about signing bonuses uh, when we come uh, back. Something that has trended on again, off again through the years, as, as I'm sure you well know. Um, and we'll talk about where we are with signing bonuses right now and how you guys at Crete and Schaefer approach the topic of signing bonuses. We'll be right back. Tim Ashoff is with us on the program. We certainly do, and there's always new stuff to learn. Just just as you're forgetting what you know, Tim, there's always something new to learn, right? Yeah, that's for sure, especially in this business. You know, I was quoting Aristotle to start the program this morning, and he said, um, 
to be wise, you must understand that you really know nothing. <laughs> and uh, he may have a point there. He may have a point. But what we do know yeah. is that uh, you guys are an awesome uh, company. We hear such, such good things about Creed Schaefer, you know, from, from your drivers, you know, privately uh, behind the scenes. Um and, and again, you know, um, as I mentioned, things kind of trend up. They trend down. Right now, driver pay is kind of uh, on the top of mind for folks. Eventually, something else will kind of take its place. And then going back again through the decades, uh, bonuses, signing bonuses. It comes, it goes. Uh, signing bonuses now are, 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 you know, it's nothing new, but... Um, it's, it's sort of like the big thing at the moment. So carriers are competing to attract drivers, obviously. We know that. And we see a lot of companies offering signing bonuses uh, for new drivers. Uh, how do you guys at Crete uh, and Schaefer approach the topic of signing bonuses? Well, as you mentioned, the signing bonuses seem to be some things that, that come and go. And our philosophy has always been that, you know, Good drivers deserve good pay for every mile they run. And so our philosophy has always been, you know, we're in it for the long haul, and we want good pay over time no matter what the market does, how it changes, how it goes up and down. So if we think a driver deserves you know, 50 cents per mile, uh, per practical mile in particular pay, let's just pay them that. Let's not you know, have our pay out there at 40 cents a mile, and then, well, let's do a big sign-on bonus and then put – some contingencies on it. They got to do X. They got to do Y. They've got to be here for X amount of time. Let's pay them for every mile that they run at a rate that's fair, no matter what the market is. Because, you know, one of the things when the market goes down, you know, that signing bonus is done, it's over, and then you're at that lower base rate of pay. We've never really thought that's that's fair to the driver. And so uh, even in good times or bad times, we've never had a sign-on bonus thinking, um, we need to. We, a driver needs to know what they're going to make, and they need to know what they're going to make year-round and how they're going to make it. And yes, uh, big numbers out there. I've seen them uh, flashing about sign-on bonuses, um, but that's not sustainable. I mean, if you think about what some of the carriers are offering, uh, it's not something that they can do for a driver that's been with them, you know, year after year. And so, um, you know, we think that it's better for the driver and better for companies in the long term just to pay that higher rate of pay per mile all the time. So uh, we've not been one of those that really have, have tried to do that. Uh, sometimes we think you get a, you attract a driver that's just chasing a sign-on bonus, and, and once they get uh, meet all the terms for that sign-on bonus with you, they're just going to go to that next company and and find their sign-on bonus. And, and we don't really think that's good for a driver, too. You really miss out a lot on overall earnings uh, over time. There's a big expense to moving companies. So finding that company that's going to pay you that consistent pay rate over time, we think, is the best option for a driver. Tim, I appreciate your answer on that. And I know a lot of folks appreciate the, the stand that you guys take and have always taken on that. It, you know, in other words, you can be a flash in the pan or you can have a steady foundation, you know. And uh, once the flash is gone... That pan is empty. Uh, but let, let's continue to talk, though, about more specifics and, and particulars in, in driver pay. Drivers often look at the bottom line, obviously, and that means cents per mile when they look at pay and, and when they evaluate pay. Um, cents per mile can be a little misleading, not necessarily, but they, there's more to it than that. Um, 
One of the less obvious ways uh, you guys can impact a driver's financial situation through items like, well, the other things, insurance, retire benefits, and things like that. Sure, absolutely, because as we, as we know, that cents per mile is important, but then it's also what is your net paycheck going to be at the end of the day while providing you uh, the coverage from a healthcare perspective you need uh, for your family, and well, how can we start helping you down that road to retirement? You know, life insurance is very important for folks. So, yeah, it is all very important. And the biggest, you know, the second biggest element, I think, with respect to pay that, that people often overlook isn't then, okay, what more am I going to get in my check? But, but it's the cost of health care insurance. And we've talked about it over time. Mm-hmm. But with pay going up, I think that's become a little overshadowed. And people think, well, I'm going to get that sign-on bonus or I'm seeing maybe a higher rate of pay. But if my net paycheck isn't any better, that doesn't help you. So we, we really do look to say, how can we keep that healthcare cost affordable? Two things to that, obviously there's that monthly premium, but then also that deductible. And we've seen it's been a trend towards uh, increasing deductibles up to, up to you know, really high amounts so that when you do have an issue at home with your family or with yourself, um, you know, you, your, your net pay on your check um, you know, really matters because you've taken it all to pay for that deductible. And so, um, you know, be careful and look at the details of those those programs. We've tried to keep our deductible really low over the years uh, and provide great benefits. And then the second piece is, okay, ultimately one day we all want to retire. So what is the company providing for retirement? Often, you know, companies have a 401k match and, and we do that, but are there other things? And a Creek Carrier being uh, family-owned for uh, over 50 years, we felt, um, particularly the ownership we've had, which has been great, is we need to share that profit with um, with everyone in the company, including uh, all the drivers out there. And so we have a profit-sharing program that, uh, you know, this last year, all of our drivers received a, a contribution to their profit-sharing account. Those that are eligible for the program um, equaled about 2.5% of what their gross pay was at the end of the year. So getting that additional 2.5% of pay on top of what you earned each week is is a nice way to start putting away for your future. So I I just say don't think about just today, but think about, as you mentioned earlier, those drivers that are thinking about 5, 10, 15 years from now, and make sure you do have um, what you deserve today, but a complete package for what you you need to protect your family from a health care perspective today and a retirement perspective tomorrow. Wow, Tim, thank you very much, man. We kind of went um, in depth there. I really appreciate it. Always look forward to talking to you. We'll see you uh, come the merry month of May. Yeah, great to be on the show again. Have a great spring. In fact, we'll see you on May 1st. Tim Ashoff, everybody, with uh, Crete and Schaefer.